Welcome to the Extra Pass podcast presented by Melbourne United. I'm your host, Ben Hopkins, joined as always by my co-host, Adam Ballinger. Balls, how are you? What's up? Oh, God, what are you doing? <laughs> you remember Just, that? I mean, I wasn't alive when <laughs> yeah. that happened, I don't believe. Neither was I. You don't remember yeah. that either? I enjoyed oh, that, though. That Whatever was a that big was. thing. Yeah, that was a real big thing. Late 90s, early 2000s. What a way to start. And no, I just come in hot. Yeah, I've been, I, uh, my, my intros have been awful lately. I just thought I'd set the world on fire with that one. You've absolutely rattled me. I don't know. I can't even <laughs> think now. the run sheet. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no. Well, we had to, this is probably the first episode I haven't specifically given balls a run sheet. So that's what happens when I don't give him anything. Don't read it anyways. I'm like a, I'm a cowboy. I'm just <laughs> well, I need you on your best behavior because we got another special guest, another returning guest. We're bringing back all the coaches, all the assistant coaches returning. Jacob Chance, how are you, mate? I'm good. Thanks for having me again. Reese's been raving about how he's the first returnee, so it's I'd good to be back and join the crew. Dino was Dino's a returnee as well. Dan, so oh, okay. Reese is wrong then. Yeah. Yeah, he's not No, Reese has been here twice. Yeah, so yeah. is Dean. Yeah, it's starting to get awkward in the coaching room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jake is a, it's he, competitive. He been there. Yeah, exactly. Because everyone's is Barlow just like, why haven't they asked me again? <laughs> yeah. He hasn't said it, but I'm sure he's yeah, yeah. it. You yeah. can tell on his face. <laughs> Chancy, look, I think there's good vibes in this room. Mm. And it's easy to come in with good vibes when you're coming off an awesome win like we had on the weekend. Yeah. Throw down 22, undermanned, missing key pieces. Everyone steps up. Everyone puts in a big performance. Tell us how that feels. Yeah, like you said, winning is um, it's a big part of our sport. Uh, and obviously it's much nicer to be 9-2 and two than it is 2-9 or whatever else it could be. So, uh, yeah, it's great. But I've been really pleased with – well, not personally, I think as a whole, we've been pleased with, you know, we got to the quarterway mark and did a really honest review of where we we're at. And we had some things we had to address and I think we've put some time into that and we're seeing good improvements in some spaces we had to tidy up. Um, and I think one of the more pleasing things is, as you said, guys stepping up, we felt like Campbell Blog had a great preseason. We felt like Flinny Cameron's on a great trajectory, Cole Bowen, and to see those guys get an opportunity yesterday in particular was really awesome. And I think one of the hardest things in professional sport is, uh, celebrating other people's success, especially when things might not be going quite your way. Or and we've got a lot of really good people in our locker room, and you can see like A yesterday doesn't quite play as much as what he probably wanted to hope to, but comes out and celebrates and enjoys Joe's game. And uh, yeah, a guy like Brad Newley enjoying seeing what KB is doing at his position. Like that's the biggest challenge I think in professional sport, and, and we've got a really good group, and it's only going to put us in a great spot as the year goes on. You talk about celebrating each other a moment that has stuck in my mind since the game has been, you know, down the stretch, the game is probably in hand, but we move the ball. KB gets it under the basket, pump fake and one finish. And everyone is just going nuts. Everyone on the court is just celebrating around him. What's that like as a coach to look at this group and see the camaraderie and see that these guys, as you said, are just getting around each other constantly and fueling each other to put in good performances. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Like it, I think, like I said, I, I truly believe it's one of the more difficult things to do because it's um, while it's a team sport, you, you have your individual goals and dreams and aspirations and some nights it's just not your night or when you're on a talented team like we have, you might have a great week and, and feel really good and at the end of the day, there's only 200 minutes to go around, right? There's There's 320 minutes that don't get played and – how good can we be in that space and how much can we embrace each other's success? And, and especially when it's your guy in your position and uh, you look down the bench and you just see Trip and Malith and Newells and, and A is out of the game. And maybe it's Shill sitting there when Flinney's out there doing great things. And it's just, it's awesome to see. And it sets your, your culture up and your environment up for a really good feeling, uh, regardless of the results, much easier to do when you're winning and, and games are closing out. But 
yeah, it's it's an awesome feeling. It's a great group to be around right now. Yeah, I want to talk about Flynn because this was probably his best game in United Colours, best game as a pro. Yeah. You, you've talked, Balls, constantly about the way his dad played and I guess that's in a sense trickling down to him. I don't think his dad was ever quite the off-the-dribble three-point shooter that Flynn has mm. turned into. But what have you seen from Flynn? Because it seems like since day one, him coming into this building, he's just wanted to compete and contribute to this team. Yeah, he's um, you know, he's young, he's a rookie, and I think we challenged him early. Like he he works too hard not to be not to be good. Like he's just I haven't seen many, you know, 22, 23 year old kids, I haven't been around forever, but many that come in with that kind of self-drive to get better. Like you can do everything as a staff and a club to put all the resources out there, but at the end of the day, you've got to kind of participate in your own development. And he drives that every day. He comes in with a plan, whether it's the weight room, off the floor. Uh, on the court and I think he's got great role models in Chile and Dell and IC and CG that he looks up to and he's just on this great trajectory right now and he's going to keep pushing that way it's it's a long path for him but you saw great growth like we sat there yesterday played southeast and we played them in a preseason game and he had some struggles and there were some things he had to adjust and when you watch yesterday's game those things he's just dug in on video and and his vitamins and his play development stuff uh, and had some really good output yesterday so you know stoked for Flynn but long way to go still vitamins do you say vitamin yeah yeah is that a term or is that literal it's a term yeah it's also taking vitamins uh, (laughs) no it's not an essendon saga again uh yeah it's a yeah it's our term we use just for your daily needs so you come in every morning have an indie with a coach and um he's really dug in and and most of the time with flinny you're having to rein him back because he's just so amped up to get a one-on-one and he wants to work out really hard which is awesome but yeah, it's, it's whatever you need. And he's really dug in on that side, both defensively and offensively. And you saw some of the, the fruits for his for his actions yesterday. Yeah, nice. Balls, have you, can you, when you see Flynn, do you see much of Pero? Obviously different body types, different players, but as a guy that you went up against and, and saw very closely, do, do you see much Pero in Flynn? Well, I mean, he's he's strong. He's a well-built guy. I mean, he he's is. probably half the size of his dad. I don't know, height-wise – uh, Pero was it probably a six five, maybe six six, um, but just strength. Like I, I think he's probably just as you know, he's, he's a strong, kid. he's a strong guard, he's a strong. Jake would know more about that. So, um, I don't know. It's hard to. It's probably I would say in work ethic. Yeah, they're both very similar in how important basketball is to them and kind of no nonsense mm-hmm. approach. Um, but one player was a six foot six guy on the on the post, great passer. Could just throw people around, uh, but both uh, Perro is a very, very smart basketball player. Yeah, no. so is, is uh, his son also very smart? Basketball yeah, player? Flynn, yeah. There you go. We've got he's to got the yeah, he's, and one thing he's probably taken from his dad a little bit. I feel like is his rebounding. Like, oh yeah, uh, you know, I think he had eight boards yesterday. Eight boards, yeah, nice. And a couple that whistles went. He probably could have finished with ten to twelve, but. Um, yeah, and and Perro the the big hands, the strong yeah. hands, like the just a willingness to mix it up um, for a kid's pretty impressive. I'm sure it comes from dad and his brothers in the backyard and that kind of stuff. Another guy that was crashing the boards and that you mentioned briefly, Campbell Blog, a DP yeah. who hasn't really gotten many opportunities this year. He plays ten minutes, but he comes in and you know as a a guy that's played a lot of point guard, two guard in the NBL one, mm. and you know helps run the offense here in the sort of the third team the gold team at practice yeah. what's it like to see him come in and 
maybe do something that isn't expected, but he's just come in and he says, okay, I'm just going to, if it's there, I'm going to crash the boards and I'm going to do whatever it takes to help this team get a dub. Yeah. Bloggy um, has been awesome. Like from preseason, as you mentioned, NBA one with Sandy and um, had some good games for us down in Tassie uh, in the preseason. And he's been really close. And again, you just play him behind guys like CG and Icy and Tanner. And it's like, when are you going to get that chance? And he got it yesterday. Um, we had a massive emphasis all week, Southeast, foul line and keep them off the glass. And I still think I think they shot 32 foul shots and, and maybe had 16 or 10 0 boards or something like that. But we kept them to three by three quarter time, which was huge. And when you go back and watch it, you see, you know, Bloggy, it's a challenge when you got Maddie Kenyon and Craig Moller and Tarangi like flying in there on the glass. And he did a great job just checking his guy, owning his space. And and a lot of that, uh, you know, we do we, we have a big emphasis here on our weights program and these first of four year guys coming in and talked about Flynn before his strength, KB's strong, Bloggy's strong. Like these guys spent a lot of time in the weight room with Jay and Steve and all the other guys. And uh, that paid off yesterday because they're, they're six, eight, six, seven dudes flying in there trying to get it. And often rebounding comes down to just owning your space and going to get that ball. And yeah, Bloggy was fantastic. He was solid and um, an easy way for a young guy to get themselves into the game is go and get your hands on the ball. Like feel good about it. Don't just run around and kind of stand in the corner and wait for it to come to you. Like go and get it feel good and now next time you get it you get a shot or you get an ability to handle it and you've touched the ball you feel like you're a part of the game and, and you feel pretty good i gave my kids the exact same uh advice over the weekend yep. <laughs> so uh, i feel good about myself we got an actual coach here he said the exact <laughs> time. i'm gonna make them listen to this and say oh, i wasn't wrong like go make your own opportunities <laughs> especially 100%. no one starts out their career in under 10s 12s 13, 14s as just a jump shooter don't be a jump shooter waiting for the Correct. ball go get the ball get a rebound get your hands on the ball yeah and make something happen and then everything else will kind of come with that so a couple of coaches here talking and yeah, I'm also I'm also a coach. I coached my <laughs> I coached my year eights and year nines on the weekend. Picked up two L's, but let's not talk about that. No, no, no. And big time rebounder you were as well. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, yeah, massive rebounder. Yeah. As long <laughs> as the ball comes out to the three point line, he'll rebound. Coming from you, mate. Let's 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 well, not. You can check the stats. Glass houses. Let's not throw. Stones. I was a rebounder. Look, we've spent a lot of time talking about the contributors, but we'd yep. be remiss not to talk about the performances of Chris and Joe. What yeah. is it? 55, 50, 55 points? No, 53 points combined. Quick, math, quick maths. Quick maths. Yeah. Pretty slow maths. <laughs> but 53 points combined, back-breaking shots, you yeah. know, really carried this team and, you know, lift brought that energy and lifted us to a win when we really need it. Mm. What's it like to see those guys in an undermanned lineup step up when they needed to? Yeah, well... I'm just enjoying not having to scout against them, yeah. to be honest. Like yeah, those moments where you just take yourself back, you're like, ah, oh, such a handful, both of them. And um, yeah, they're, they're world-class players and that's what world-class players do. The cream rises to the top when you need it. And I thought Joe, is he's just been building now since he's been coming back and really building into great form. And uh, CG, I think, has been solid all year, pretty much since coming back from the World Cup. And um, yeah, it's just making sure we put them in the right spots and They've got the right space around them. I thought Joe, we, we had a couple of possessions where it was just like, oh, it's not the best environment for him to attack. And then when we got that balance right, I didn't think Southeast had an answer for him yesterday. And um, he was super aggressive, which is always a good sign of the, the mode that Joe's in. Um, and CG just, yeah, I thought he, he had a couple of clean looks at the rim early. And, and when he's got eyes on the rim, he's pretty lethal. I think he got up 15 threes yesterday. And Deno's made pretty public about any time he gets more than 10 up, we're feeling pretty good. So... 
yeah, we're, we're stoked to have them. And you can see that when we hopefully get everyone back, touch wood, you know, those guys are, are massive pieces of what we do on the offensive end. You talk about Joe making the most of his opportunities and mm. working to attack those opportunities when we're there. There was a lot of talk coming into this game that it's Joe versus Alan Williams. These are two of the best centers in the league, if yeah. not the two best centers. What's it like when you see a player stand up in that moment and take those opportunities and really, you know, probably put a stamp on, oh, I'm I'm the best center in this league. He was yeah. nearly an MVP last time he was here. Mm. It's something he wa- he wants to win a championship, but I'm sure he has his eyes on that MVP trophy again. Yeah. What's it like to see a guy stand up and say, I'm going to take this matchup and I'm going to do whatever I can to to dominate? Yeah, I think Joe, one of the reasons he's been so successful is just he's one of the best competitors I've ever been around and he'll do whatever it takes to win. And he knows, you know, I think he's career high in assists this year too in those earlier games. Like we're down in Tassie. I think we started the game poorly and he came in and just changed the game. And his aggression is usually what sets the tone for us. And uh, he's a handful. Like I said before, I'm just enjoying not scouting against him because you don't have many answers apart from you really got to load up and try and take away those ISO situations for him. And he's shown this year this his willingness to get off it and get IC open and get CG open and Shea plays off him great. And and when we're rolling like that, we're, we're really hard to stop. And I think you've seen our trajectory. Like we started the season poorly offensively. I think now we're third in the league. And a lot of that has to do with how we're working together and building chemistry in those kind of moments. So, yeah, his aggression – he takes those matchups personally, I'm sure, and as we encourage all of our guys to do, you know, come in and, and win your matchup and play the right way and, and compete on the glass and, and find the open guy. And when we're humming like that, good things will happen. And yesterday it happened to be a bit more points for him, but he's been super influential on that side of the floor. And you say hard to stop. I need to I need to highlight this as a moment in the game. Hmm. There's three minutes left. We're up by two. It's really, you know, we're having a possession that's sort of going nowhere. Yeah. Shea drives. He kicks it out to Robbie Lowe. There's five seconds left on the shot clock. Rob yeah. kicks it to CG. CG's basically standing at the halfway mark yeah. with a man on him, yeah. and he just drops that. At that moment, I was sitting at the media bench. I st- physically stood up, turned around, put my hand on the wall behind me. I felt like I was going to faint. <laughs> it, what's it like just to have a player that in those moments – just steps up and does the seemingly impossible yeah. with such regularity. Yeah, I don't have many. I mean, Balls has probably seen more of it with players and, and guys that are gifted like that. But Well, I heard that Balls got him his 50. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 25 of it was mine. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, I saw the shot, so we were out. Like there was a potential tournament this weekend, so I didn't have a chance to watch the game live. But I, w- I was watching on my phone. We had a break, watching my phone the last two minutes. And when he had that shot, it was – the thing of the shot mechanics of it is he didn't even step into it. So he, he yeah. you know, he had the ball at his hip and it looked like, you know, go reset the play or do something and just pulled it straight up and just shot it normally from that far out. That's one of the hardest things because it's not necessarily a strength thing. You know, it's like guys are the strongest guys aren't necessarily the in golf, the guys that can hit it the farthest. It's your mechanics. Yeah. And he, he can shoot so far away with the same mechanics he can from 15 feet. And to be able to hit that shot, it was just a, Man, that was a, I mean, you know, such a, they call it a dagger. It's probably more than that. You know, the, yep. in, just, I'm just going to take the shot. There's nothing you can do about it because you can't, well, you're going to get up on him that far out. I mean, it's ridiculous to think I've got to guard this guy for the shot this far out in this situation in the game. And he did and he hit that shot and he's just like, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see. It was, it was one of the biggest, can I say F you on here? F you shots. You can say F you, I think. Uh, in a while, just yeah, I, it was a, it was just amazing. And but I think the shot mechanics is the thing that amazes me is how, yeah, how he can do it. 
he is an elite worker and most of the best shooters you're around, you just, you know, they know what they need to get done during the week. And um, at the same time, I'm a big believer in hoop gods. And I thought we played the right way yesterday and Mm -hmm. um, he puts in the work and that'll get rewarded most of the time. And yeah, he's, you just can't have rest with CG. It's yeah. I go back to telling guys previous years, like, just don't stop guarding him. It's like, yeah, that's all good. I'm pretty sure yesterday Mike was saying get a hand and he's at half court and it's like. It, it wasn't yeah. like he was off him though. It was no, contested. He was there. No, no, there. there. He, he almost got yeah. a finger on uh, it. But yeah. yeah that, that self-belief yeah. is, is everything for a shooter. And I think CG's got it. After that moment, they Southeast calls a timeout and they go into their, I think they, they wanted to do like a little sing-along in the audience. Yep. And so they, they cut the mics, they go to the sing-along I've never heard John Kane Arena that quiet. Everyone, all the Southeast fans were so flat. Yeah. And look, I love a rivalry. I was smiling. I was pretty up and about. I'm sure you were. It was good. We had a long way to go. So it was like two minutes. It was two minutes left. Was yeah, like, it was three was, minutes left. Yeah. It was still three minutes. Yeah, and we're it only felt up, like it was. We're over, only up man. five. You could have rested then after that. You could have relaxed. It, to me, watching <laughs> okay. it on my phone like this, I was like, our game's over. Chance, <laughs> Chancey was just like, cute rack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was what's, done. What's for dinner? Well, yeah, exactly right. Well, another exciting moment is about to come up after this break. We're about to debut a brand new segment that everyone can get involved on. So we'll get back to that after this. I want to stay up to date with everything happening in Melbourne United. Download the Melbourne United app today. Filled with videos, audio and articles about your favourite team. It's the one-stop shop for everything Melbourne United. Download the Melbourne United app via the App Store on iOS or the Google Play Store on Android. And we're back on the Extra Pass podcast presented by Melbourne United. And it's time for a brand new segment. Lockie, hit him with the stinger. I hope Lockie puts in a stinger there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. This segment is called the MU IQ test. So what's going to happen is five questions about Melbourne United. Buzz in with your name. It's Chansey versus Balls. Oh, no. Play along at home. If you're listening, if you're watching, play along. And we're going to see who comes out on top. So I'll give you the question. Buzz in with your name. And what we'll was I used for this first up? This well, is, look, this is the <laughs> thing, Chansey. I don't know a whole lot either. Chansey, you know, you spent some time with some unfavorable characters okay um you know perth and tassie I, I don't you know i have my own opinions about them but you know it is what it is and we've welcomed you into this club yep. you know I, I hope you feel very welcome here and i just want to see if you've sort of reciprocated that by learning a bit about oh, the no. history of united learning a bit about the players and the the culture that makes this club so great because oh, no. i know balls knows it like the back of his hand you'd be surprised at things i don't know this could be bad for both of us. <laughs> yeah exactly all right question one over the course of their time with United, who has made more three-pointers? Joe Luala Chul Jr. or Brad Newley? Balls. Joe? Correct. Oh, wow. Yes, Joe, right. 38. Newell's 32. Oh, interesting. That's very close. Okay. One-nil lead to Balls. All right, true or false, Dean Vickerman has more wins than every other current coach in the league combined. Chancy. True. It's false. Combined. Oh. Combined. Well, the second most experienced coach right now is forty, right? Like it, it'll surprise. It's got to be closer than you think. I think it's for it's Dean one hundred ninety one wins. Every other coach combined two twenty. That's pr- that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Scotty Roth Jeez. has got a few wins, and that's that's sort of helped push it over the top. Yeah. Okay. So it's still one nil balls. Sorry for backing Dano in there. That's just that's a, he's your coach. Yeah, you, yeah, you have to no do option it. Though, to say true. <laughs> All right, question three, closest to the pin. So you can both give an answer on this. Doesn't really matter who goes first. What has been our average home attendance at John Kane Arena this year? Balls. 
Well, you both get to go. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to do it first. There you go. <laughs> uh, our average? Average. Uh, a lot of sellouts. What's what's max capacity? Can we have that? Or is that too much info? I'll say that max capacity is around... Um, I think max capacity is 10,175. Okay. So I'm going to say 95, 9,500. 9, I'm going to go 9,501. <laughs> well, we don't know the rules yet. Is it, if well, we that's, go, I, did, is it I said, right? I said closest to the pin. It is 9,750. So Chancey wow. gets it, yes. ties it up 1-1. One, one. Good job. Good. Two questions left and there is a tiebreaker. So we could, okay. go, we could go to overtime here. All right. 9,750 is good. That's a lot of people. Very good. That's great. I think it's not what? It's 96%. 96% attendance. 96% And good. I think we're nearly, we're getting close. We're almost a week out from the Sydney game. It's nearly sold out. I know because there's no place to sit. The second half of the games <laughs> when I can watch, there's no place to sit. That, yeah, that game, I think it was the Perth game. Usher was at the foul line. That was, that was very loud. Oh, that loud. Was, I yeah, was yeah, down was, for that one. That was yeah. tough to make foul shots. In that he, both of them were off. Yep. The second they left his hand, it Ugh. wasn't great. Tough. All right, true, question four, true or false? Shay Ely has made more three-pointers than he's had steals in a United uniform. Chancy. True. It's false. God damn. Really? Shay, 113 threes, 117 steals. Oh, see, oh, the questions are too, they're too close. Yeah. Like, these are, they're supposed to be hard questions. Yeah, this is yeah, about the history. Like, they're close. Like, yeah. They're so close that if you guessed either way, you're not that far off, so. Well, look, it's, feel bad about ourselves. it's only 1-1, one, one, so yeah. we could be going to overtime or one of you can take Also, home. Balls doesn't get a point for that. I just no, popped. Balls doesn't get no. a point. Oh, so, okay. no, I don't want yeah. one. I don't want him that way. <laughs> All right, question five. It could be decided here. Fans on the edge of their seat. I'm sure. <laughs> All 150 of them, maybe 100. Shh. We'll see. No, thousands, <laughs> hundreds of thousands. Spell Della Vadova. Balls. Balls. Uh, I mean... I was like George because I was watch, just watching the Seinfeld episode the other Stalling. day. Stalling. Costanza. Stalling. Costanza always tries to spell everybody's last name. I'm waiting. D E L L A V A D O V A. That's incorrect. Right? Incorrect. Yeah. It's V E D O V A. It doesn't, don't you have to try? That was, that was our, our <laughs> strategy on the last one. No. Sit here and watch he doesn't have to it. try? No. So I, just get, I don't get a point though. No, so... Oh, okay. All look, right. Okay, that's fine. I definitely didn't think it was going to be 1-1 one, one after <laughs> <Yeah>. five questions, <laughs> but here we are. Good thing I came up with a tiebreaker, and someone has to get this because it's a who am I. Okay. So buzz in with your name, but if you buzz in and get it wrong, <coughs> you're out, and the other guy can just take all the all the hints. Oh, wow. So there are... How many hints? Four hints. Okay. And they get progressively easier. Who am I? I have scored over 1,300 points for Melbourne United. No guesses. Here we go. Prompt two. Over my career with the club, I shot the ball at over 42% from three. This could be – this doesn't have to be a current player, right? It could be no, anyone. Any no, it could be any oh, okay. player. But there's Mel- – Tigers. Not- Chancy. Barlow? Congratulations, yes. Jacob Chance. You are the winner of the inaugural MUIQ Good. test. You can never take that away from me. No, I'll you can't. The He's the I'll inaugural win. winner. Balls give him the trophy. Um, there you go. There's oh, your trophy. You had one job. Something. It's like a Trojan Tools gift pack or something. Yeah, Actually, we get a sponsor. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we need a sponsor. Talk to the coins. boys outside. Hamish and Andy got coins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I want us to be the next Hamish and Andy. I actually thought because we talk about CDs <laughs> so much, I was going to go to Salvos and just pick up 
just a random one dollar CD, and whoever wins oh, gets yeah, a one dollar CD. CD. That'd be yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll go get you a one dollar CD. Yeah, I'll give it from my collection. I got plenty of CDs. Do you want me to run out to the car? <laughs> you know, what do you want? I don't Straight know. If, I don't know if people hang around for that. Well, so exciting. Uh, that was a rousing success, even though it was one one going into overtime. Yeah, the fans at home can play along. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of fans got five and are just like, these two are idiots. No way. <laughs> well, I mean, I never claimed to be very good at trivia, especially. Yeah, I would have never got the last one. Well, I, I mean, it, it did get progressively easier. The next yeah, hint true. was I'm DB. a <laughs> <laughs> No, I think the next hint was I've won five NBL titles. Yep. I still, I probably. Oh, I, I told you, you'd be surprised at the stuff that goes right back. <laughs> well, we got through that. I want to get a quick preview Obviously, mm. last match before the FIBA break against the Kings, it's 1v2, yeah. another big game. We're not sure how this lineup is going to look with the guys potentially trying to get through this week. What is your focus? What's the coach's focus heading into that matchup with the Kings? Uh, I think we've done a really good job of really locking in on, on us. And like I said before, we had that quarterly review and there was some key things that come out of that that we said we've got to get better at this in order to achieve our goals for the season. So we'll continue to lock in on that. We've got a long week again which is something we're still, you know, that's new for us. We've had two long weeks in a row now. So, um, yeah, Sydney bring their own uh, different kind of game style, uh, high-level talent, as you see with Adams and Hogue and Valentine and Hunter and all these guys. But um, they're certainly unique in how they play. They've been a challenge for some teams. And, uh, yeah, we'll start locking down on them as the week goes on. But, yeah, you got to be on point with, with guard and your guy and we're going to buck them down and make sure we're defensively on point with our one-on-one and, um, I think the teams that have guarded them really well have given them some trouble and the teams that have let them drive and kick and shoot open threes have, have struggled and uh, plays into their hands a little bit. So a big test for us. We're excited. Whoever fronts up, we got full belief in uh, our group. But, yeah, it's going to be an exciting one for, yeah, John Kane should be packed out again and obviously it's got its, its own little rivalry with the two big cities that I'm excited to be a part of. But, um, yeah, big one for us before the break. Absolutely. Well, if you haven't already got your ticket and you're listening, get your ticket now. Get in quick because those tickets are going very fast. Chansey, congratulations on your win and thank you so much for coming in again. We really appreciate it. Uh, Anytime, gents. All right. Thanks, coach. Thank you.